What is good? What is the standard for goodness? And Jesus said to him, Why do you call me good? No one is good except God alone. Mark 10:18 Luke 18:19. The adjective good means morally excellent, virtuous, satisfactory or excellent in quality, quantity, or degree, honorable or worthy, genuine, valid. Andrew Reed and James Matheson, deputized by the Congregational Union of England and Wales, studied American churches and attended revivals and camp meetings in the 1830s. Their written reports to their spiritual authorities were compiled into a book available on Amazon.com https colon slash slash airbay.g slash The full book is also available on Google Books. It was from this source, page 197, that I quote, America will be great if America is good. If not, her greatness will vanish away like a morning cloud. Only God is good, God has a standard for goodness, He is the standard for goodness. God published His standards approximately 3,463 years ago. 1441 BC plus 2022 AD equals 3,463 years. God articulated His standards in ten parts, the first five are His standards for man-to-God relationships, and the second five are for man-to-man relationships, the Ten Commandments. The earliest records of the Ten Commandments can be found in the Bible in Exodus 22-17 and Deuteronomy 5-6-21. When nations abandon God's standards, those nations fall into disarray and confusion. Are there signs of confusion in our nation today? Men are marrying men, women are marrying women, and the latest Supreme Court justice cannot express a definition of a woman. Little boys and girls are being taught they can choose to be female or male without respect for their genetic makeup or physical construction. Parents generally leave responsibility for educating their children to public school teachers educated in contemporary colleges and universities. In 2009, Razib Khan published an article in Discover magazine based on a social survey by Berkeley University. Mr. Khan observed, college graduates are not as intelligent as they used to be on average. Someone observed, students graduate from college dumber than when they started. Our miseducated population learns CRT, ESG, and wokeness but knows little about our common history, civics, and good grammar. In conversations with people who hold elective offices and slash or serve in administrative capacities, I discover few know the meaning of the supreme law of the land, how to know if a law is constitutional, or the division of authority between the federal government and the states. I learned long ago before you teach a dog tricks, you must know more than the dog. A significant problem I see is teachers who don't know more than the dog. Junk science fosters preposterous theories of anthropogenic global warming, rising tides, dangerous carbon dioxide, and more. Carbon dioxide is now being called a pollutant by educated people. The carbon cycle is vital to all life on Earth. Without sufficient carbon dioxide, we will all die. Further ignorance of who and what a person is have led to the killings of over 65 million baby Americans. The people who advocate for killing more baby Americans now want to make up labor shortages by flooding our country with illegal aliens from nations that hate us. Few churches are engaged in preparing congregants to be leaders in their governments. Generally, Christians can almost quote verbatim 2 Chronicles 7:14. When asked, 1, who spoke those words, 2, the occasion, 3, to whom the words were spoken, and, 4, the meaning of the preceding verse, 2 Chronicles 7:13, only one person to whom I addressed these questions knew at least half the answers. I sense our churches work hard at preparing volunteers to carry out duties within the church. Is anyone listening out there? Yes, someone is not only listening but acting to educate Christian leaders to transform governments across America. The organization is called Pastors for Trump. 
Pastors for Trump is a coalition of patriot pastors from all 50 states that recognize the importance of Christians engaging in the world we live in as the salt and light. Christians were the founding fathers of our country. I credit founding father Benjamin Franklin for our present U.S. Constitution. Why? A constitutional convention convened at Liberty Hall in Philadelphia to improve the Confederate Union of the 13 states. Franklin's speech delivered on Thursday, June 28, 1787, can be read at the American Rhetoric Online Speech Bank, Benjamin Franklin Constitutional Convention Address on Prayer. Founding Father Benjamin Franklin's poignant speech ignited prayer meetings and church attendance by the delegates to that convention. Let's labor to make America great, again, by making America good, again. God governs in the affairs of men. John White. Rockwall, Texas.